You're listening to the Quality of Love Podcast. Your home for all things love, relationship, and mental health. Hosted by nationally certified life and relationship coach, Tyrone Dixon. Sit back, relax, and get tips on creating the life you deserve without wasting any more time. Welcome to the Quality of Love podcast. I'm your host, Tyrone Dixon, nationally certified life and relationship coach, husband, father to two beautiful princesses, and CEO and founder of Arosu Concrete Consulting. Thank you guys for taking the time out to listen in with us tonight. We really appreciate it. Well, you guys have made it to another hump day. That means we have another question and answer episode set up for you guys. But before we even get into that, I just want to say thank you to everyone again that has liked, subscribed, reviewed, shared, listened to the Quality of Love podcast. Season three has gotten off to an excellent start, and I'm just so very, very appreciative of the fact that you guys have given me more opportunities to talk to you guys and answer some of the questions that you have burning inside of you that you want answered. So there's, again, I know I say it quite often, but I really, really am appreciative of everyone that's listened, giving me advice, shown love in any way, shape or form. And if you have not done so yet, go check out my interview on the 1130 podcast with my man Dre on wheels. I'll be getting some good feedback from that, excuse me, as well. So very appreciative. Again, I know I say it often. I keep saying it, but I'll probably continue to say it. So I'm just I'm that type of person. Right. That leads me into our quote of the day. And what better quote of the day, I think, personally to have than this one. And it comes from an anonymous author, but it reads, gratitude turns what we have into enough. Once again, that quote reads, gratitude turns what we have into enough. And going back to what I was just saying, gratitude is something that I practice quite often, um, so much so that I started to invite people to create gratitude jars. And if you have never heard of a gratitude jar, it's simply a jar that you place somewhere um, that's visible in your house. And anytime you're feeling overwhelmed, frustrated, upset, um, anytime life kind of gets you bogged down, the idea is to go to this gratitude jar and to pick, start with five things, to pick five things out that you're very, very grateful for. So when I first started doing gratitude jars, some of the things that I had were, um, I'm grateful for the fact that I'm able to pay my bills. I'm grateful for the fact that I have a job. I'm grateful for the fact that I have a vehicle. And I just continued to build from there until eventually it became second nature. Um, gratitude is something I firmly believe in. I find ways to practice it on a daily basis. That's why you guys will always hear me say thank you. And and I'm very appreciative. It also is something that only came into my life, probably going back four or five years. I I had no idea what gratitude was until I I started my coaching journey. So something I practice every day, I invite you guys to practice it because like the quote says, gratitude turns what we have into enough. Question number one, how do I go back to being just friends with someone I had an affair with at a low point in my marriage? Once again, that question is, how do I go back to being just friends with someone I had an affair with at a low point in my marriage? I think that is an extremely tricky thing to try to do. 
especially once you guys have crossed the lines of intimacy, the first thing that I would do is notify your husband that you've had an affair. And I would start working with him on if the relationship is salvageable or not. Um, When it comes to going back to being friends with someone you had an affair with, I would caution you in doing that. I would actually tell you to terminate the relationship as possible um, completely because it's very, very difficult to go back to being just friends with someone when you've been intimate with them and you've you've shared intimate moments, right? The other thing that's tricky in this situation is the emotions, right? When you have sex, there's a different level of emotion that comes with that. So that would be my invitation to you, right? Notify your husband and try to terminate terminate, excuse me, that relationship that you have with that person you had an affair with as soon as possible. Emotions get involved and um your the dynamic the dynamics of that relationship can no never go back to just friendship. Question number two: My girlfriend left me three months ago due to my behavior, and I still miss her. Is it possible to be with her again? Once again, that question is: My girlfriend left me three months ago due to my behavior, and I still miss her. Is it possible to be with her again? I would say yes, it's definitely possible. Whatever the behavior is that that you displayed to her that turned her off or made her want to break up with you, I think you want to make sure you're addressing that behavior. So, for example, if you were a liar, right? Make sure that when you do go to get the relationship back or you do start to engage in conversation with your girlfriend again, that you're not lying anymore. Right. So your words matches your actions or whatever the case may be for you in particular. Make sure that behavior that turned her off is no longer a big thing for you. Right. Or it's no longer something that that you can continue or you will continue because I'll tell you three months is a long time to be away from someone. That's definitely enough time for her to have some new neurological pathways firing off. So if you come back to her with the same behaviors, there's a pretty good chance that she'll go away and you'll turn her off completely. Question number three, how do I win back lost love? Me and my girlfriend of five years are on break. She says that I don't support her enough And recently, she started to get closer with another guy. Once again, that question is, how do I win back lost love? Me and my girlfriend of five years are on break. And recently, she's grown closer to another guy. I think you were at a critical juncture, to be frank with you, in your relationship where um, you not being supportive of her did pretty much essentially turned her off and that this new gentleman that she's into or that she's growing close to is showing some qualities um, that that you may not have displayed in the past. I would invite you to have a conversation with her and just gauge and see where she is. Don't panic. um, Don't overreact or don't appear as if you're not supportive. I think that in this situation, The way that you really, really show her that you're supportive of her and that you are kind of going along the lines of what she's doing is to support her new friend. Right. So if she has a new friend, if she's seeing a new gentleman or she's growing close to a new gentleman, show her the support. Say, hey, I'm, I'm happy for you. I'm happy that you're you've, you're finding someone or you're growing close to someone. And that essentially what it does is it, it, it turns on a different neurological pathway for her and her brain and says, oh, hey, well, 
maybe he did work on being supportive and maybe he can be supportive to me going forward. The thing is, if you go in there and you're like, no, I want you back. I've changed my ways. I've done all of these things and you have not done that. So you've not done that behavior or you can't be supportive. Very similar to the last guy um, that asked a question about his girlfriend. She will go to a point or get to a point where she's completely turned off by you. Question number four. Why is building up in a relationship so foreign? Once again, that question is, why is building up in a relationship so foreign? I think that this question, it there's a simple response to it, but it, it's complicated because there there's a ton of layers that are even involved in this. But um, right now we live in a time where instant gratification is huge. So people are used to getting immediate reward for the things they do. Right. So if, if you commit to uh, a monogamous relationship, you're looking for certain things in that relationship. And if you don't get them right or if a woman isn't compliant, for example, to the things that you want, you start to look at other people's situation and look at others relationship and say, oh, OK, this person is getting that from his woman or this person is getting that that from their man, why can't I get that, right? When you technically don't really know what's going on behind the scenes or behind closed doors, right? So relationships present day are, are foreign to build up with because so many people spend so much time looking at others' relationship and kind of kind of dreaming or wanting to be in their shoes, right? One of the examples that um, I use now going forward is the Will and Jada example, right? For, for me, when it came to Will and Jada, I thought that was like the epitome of black love. It was like they they had kids. They have been in a relationship strong for a long time. And then you see, um, as Jada sat on that red table talk, they had gone through a lot of of drama and so much so that she got involved in a quote unquote entanglement with another with a younger man. So, right. You, you have to start stop looking at exterior things or external things like others relationship and understand that there's no other relationship that's like yours it's unique to both of you guys and it's in the long run more beneficial to build up as opposed to look out and see other relationships and think oh i want that or i want this i know it sounds cliche as hell but the grass is definitely not always greener on the other side The what would Tyrone do question of the day is a guy who I've been dating always disappears from 5 p.m. to 11 p.m. every weekend. He has no social media or any way to get in contact with him. What should I do? Once again, that question is a guy I've been dating always disappears from 5 p.m. to 11 p.m. every weekend. He has no social media or no way to get in contact with him. What should I do? I think in this case, you should ask him where he's going and what's going on. If he can't provide you with direct and frank answers, then that's not someone you want to associate with. If he can disappear on a consistent basis like that, then there's a pretty good chance that he's living a double life. And I can't say for sure what he's doing, but he's doing something in that period of time that he probably knows he should not be doing. And the longer you allow it to go on, the more you're enabling that behavior. All right. So that's all I have for you guys today. Remember, you guys are more than welcome to hit us up at TQLP20 at gmail.com with any questions that you guys have for our episodes on Wednesday. Once again, that's TQLP20 at gmail.com or feel free to hit us up on our Facebook page, the Quality of Love podcast. Remember, guys, as always, the quality of love and relationships that you have in your life 
will determine the quality of your life. Peace and love.